0: Hello and welcome to Tipsy VP episode 10th May 2019, a weekly show where we share tips and tricks on how to improve your social media. Tipsy VP is brought to you by Virtual Peddlers Marketing, the digital marketing agency that helps small businesses go digital. My name is Sean. And I'm JK. This week's weekly tipsy, creating an influencer media kit. Mm -hmm. If you're a long tail or micro influencer that got a few brand deals by simply posting on Instagram or Facebook and having just enough followers for that swipe up stories feature, today's post is for you. In order to move forward as a professional influencer, you cannot keep waiting for some brand to DM you. (laughs) Instead, you have to approach them. This way you become professional, right? And that starts by treating yourself as a public figure. Public figures seek brands out and make pitches. And a good pitch needs a good media kit. Today we outline what a media kit is, and how to build a good one to bring in great deals for you. So first off, what is an influencer media kit? It is kind of like your CV and portfolio, uh, very much the same as what you would prepare for if you're looking for a job. The media kit will contain some details about yourself, your stats, influence on followers, achievements, and what you aspire to be in your career. It is also very uh, important uh, sorry, uh, yeah, that's it. That's, that's that. So the, the rest, we go in, going deep. <laughs> so number one, your identity. The media kit needs, needs to carry your image. The fonts, the colors, the images, and even video should be aligned with your identity. If you are still unsure of your identity at this point, it's time to reassess the kind of influencer you are. If you're confused, you know, just get out. Then the you're answer. not a <laughs> Then you're not a real influencer. Yeah, because you don't even know who you are. So start by asking the right questions. What kind of influencer I am I, and who am I trying to influence, and what industry and uh, community am I a part of? Yeah,
1: like usually. Usually you'll be part of it Somewhere Like subconsciously
0: right? yeah. You just need to you, Embrace you, it You have an interest You must have an interest Right You can't be an influencer For everything Yeah correct. Everybody must have A certain influence That they affect and, and and an interest Something that they like Something that they don't like Like mm. for example A person who likes Barbie dolls May not like sports cars Correct yeah. And a person who likes sports cars May not like um, Dunkin' Donuts Let's say mm. So Then it really depends On what you are Yeah correct. Let's say for instance, maybe I'm a... Like, I'm, I'm very... I'm, my life
1: revolves around a lot of sports. Mm. Then probably IT isn't my kind of thing. Yes. Uh, it's yeah, a different kind of thing.
0: Yeah. Or yeah. even better, if
1: you don't know, just ask your friend.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, based on, let's say, based on sports, mm. your fonts, your colours and images and how you carry yourself is different from if you are good in IT or a nerd and a geeky person or a gadget freak. Mm. So, then, that is really your identity. Correct, yeah. That's right. Next
1: up, your bio. This is very straightforward but extremely important. Whether or not the reader advances to the next stage on your midi kit depends on this bit. Start by introducing yourself, then tell them what you like to do and how it helps brands. And end with your aspiration as an influencer. Don't forget to put a nice picture of you and all your social handles. Usually, it's best to keep this as a draft and come back to it when the entire kit is ready. Usually the bio
0: is like the starting of the, let's say Instagram, the starting of your description. Yeah. Something like Yeah, that. It's a bio. It, it is also your your executive summary, like who am I, what I do, why am I good, and what I want to be. Yeah, like like for instance, it, it, the
1: main purpose is within the shortest amount of time, let's say 30 seconds, the brand that wants to engage you must at least know what I do. Yeah. Like an elevator pitch. Mm, yeah. Correct. Right.
0: So ah, make sure to use your highlights, huh? It's Definitely very yep. important. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. Next. Number three, your social stats. This is the start of every brand's consideration of you as an influencer. Lay out all the stats on the platform you work on. It's okay to be outdated, but it's not okay to lie. Because, well, obviously they can check your social media accounts anyway to verify, <laughs> right? So here are the common stats: number of followers. Monthly active traffic, how many users come in and out, how long they stay, these kind of things. Uh, and you need to know how to read this read this stuff and gather all this information. Engagement rate. Engagement rate is defined by likes plus comments divide by the number of followers times 100. It times 100 to get into a percentage. Mm. So engagement rate here is the percentage of followers or viewers that engage with your posts. The reason why is because we don't just take how many people is because we also want to see the number of followers versus how many people who are actually actively engaging with you. Correct, yeah. Uh, because brands understand the number of followers does not mean a thing. What is important is your level of engagement with your audience. It's okay to have less number of followers because brands understand that some niches are small but command great influence. Correct. Yeah. Like cross-stitch. Mm. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Or, um, baking, but baking sourdough bread. <laughs> that's a good. Yes. That's a small niche, but it's a very specialized niche. So if you can command good influence in that niche, then brands will understand that even though you have a small number of followers, you know those followers are passionate bakers of sourdough, okay. and they appreciate the values of baking sourdough. Yeah. At least they know, like, okay, at least this influencer can certainly
1: influence these 400 people. This go- yeah, this, this group Because they are constantly engaged with him or her.
0: Yeah. So yeah. rather than a
1: thousand and then it's just one percent.
0: Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Right. Which brings us to our next one, which is which is your niche. Yes, correct. If you're an influencer without a niche, or nice. Niche, <laughs> Sorry, niche. <laughs> I
1: have to bluntly say that you got here by mistake. All influencers must have a target audience something that they are passionate about and command influencer in. whether it's adventure travel, food, clothing, Star Trek or hydraulic or heavy hydraulic for heavyweight construction mach- machinery machinery. Machinery. <laughs> <laughs> machinery. you need to have a niche. Start by stating the usual stuff like age, sex, location, education level and spending power. Then move on to groups, chat rooms and forums. Then show some past clients you have worked with that are in the same
0: niche. So let's just say... Okay. Niche, uh, to me, a niche defines what an influencer is. You can't influence yes. people on everything. Correct. Lifestyle, adventure traveling, uh, blogger, photography, videography,
1: hmm.
0: uh, storytelling, uh, cars... Uh, clothing. Those are just shoes. Those are like like the big title. But what it, what what chapter is your
1: strength? I would say something mm. like that. So for instance, let's just say use uh, photography. Yeah. Photography. Then
0: it will have portrait canon, photography, uh, photography, landscape photography, street photography, photography. Uh, you know, black and white photography. Uh, so, so that's that's really where your niche and skill is. Correct. Let's just say we say food photography. Okay? Yeah. Food like photography. What kind of food? Yeah. yeah. What kind of food? Snack food.
1: Uh, aesthetic food Yes uh, Unusual food Yes Or you know uh, Anymore animal,
0: animal? Seafood Let's <laughs> say Yeah Or uh, Waffles Ice creams uh. Uh, You know And it's 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 important to go Narrow But not too narrow mm. uh, It's important to have, also have a, Like a Kind of like A big enough niche Where you can always Survive do, Yeah survive <laughs> And do new stuff And people will still Look at your content. If you are focusing on, let's say, um, uh, sweet potato fries <laughs> with peri sprinkles, yeah, and there's, there's just and so much you can do. Yeah, yeah there's potato. just so much you can do with sweet <laughs> potato fries with peri sprinkles, Correct. and your Instagram will be quite boring. And if sweet potato fries fries with paris sprinkles go out of trend then you will lose your niche (laughs) it's like bye-bye yeah so so there are are also people who focus on let's say cars right but cars that are focused on cars turbocharged cars Mm -hmm. v8 cars flat four cars four wheel drive uh, four wheel drive uh, four by four Four -four. SUVs off-roaders sports cars cars, and all these kind of um, different different niche so to know your niche is very important as an influencer yeah you just need to know where to where to put yourself yeah yeah and it's also good because why um let's say uh someone a brand who is selling lipstick will not look for a person who has influence in sports cars yeah correct. chances are they won't they may but chances are they they won't Mm. unless of course you say that your demographic has a lot of girls Mm. and they like to 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 put on makeup when they go driving it are, are down the track mm. then then yes then, then you can sense. then you can argue your point but if in general not really so yeah correct yeah. It's, that, it's like two different world like that yeah. so you need yeah. to make sure that it's similar but not uh, not op- op- yeah. opposite is it? Not, not not a polar opposite of it ah, yeah correct. Yeah. so you gotta know and if let's say a brand once if a brand sells socks and you're an influencer for uh, for trendy shoes then yeah, then, then, it's related. Works. Yeah. Yeah. then it's related then it works so to know your niche is very important Correct. next up is your website uh, before we go on to talk about what kinds of stats to provide for your website we must first need to explain why you need one in the first place mm-hmm. because influencing is a job and like all jobs you need to protect yourself from the ever-changing landscape of social media platforms as the platforms rise and fall what will, re- what will always remain will be the website that you own and a search engine to find it. This is important. Uh, over the past two years, Facebook has had a very turbulent time and because of that, it has gotten a lot of uh, brands, marketers and influencers to reassess their reliance on a single social media platform. Then they moved to an omni-channel, which is multiple channels, uh, where if one falls, it's kind of like, don't put all your, bas- uh, don't put all your egg in a basket kind yeah. of theory, right? If one falls, you still have eggs elsewhere and you won't lose too much of it. Uh, but what is also important is if you have a website and a blog that you own on yourself, where you can use, uh, where was, where you own and it's always yours. And no matter what happens in a social media platform, what will happen is you will only lose a means, uh, one vehicle of which you can reach your people. But the website will still be the main hq where everything is yeah correct. and that is still very important
1: so yeah the cause cons- you the main thing is that your www needs to be there
0: it always needs to be there mm-hmm. and if you're an influencer and you think it's troublesome just there, go to there, the <laughs> there is a cost there is a cost and there is a the there is trouble and work to be done as an influencer being an influencer is not all fun and dandy you know yeah and getting free stuff and going for free trips it's, you need to put in the work as well. It's business, so... It is a business, yes, exactly. Lay your, lay what you call it, lay your, lay your groundwork. Lay your groundwork, yep. yep. So, uh, now that we have established that website is important, uh, here are the content that you can insert uh, onto your website part of the media kit. Um, the media kit itself, uh, you, can, you can convert the media kit into a landing page where the entire layout of the media page, uh, uh, media kit from start to finish, what we are doing now, all the seven, eight, uh, seven, seven points, uh, all the six points into a landing page. And then also a downloadable, downloadable PDF where people mm-hmm. can actually go and download it. You can also link all your social media accounts into a feeder on separate pages. You can do that with WordPress. You can do that with, I think Wix and Weebly has them as well. Yep. And uh, Squarespace. Uh, document your journey as an influencer in your own segment. All your trials and tribulations and all that kind of stuff people like to watch it you can do it as a written blog or you can do a video and transcribe it so that search engine can find you
1: Yeah, know at least like a past project the successful the project, end yeah. of it just just put that
0: yeah and also yes this part where your testimonials from your past clients and all your portfolios from your past clients as well and also includes um also include stats like monthly visits and um there demographics into this section of your media kit, uh, like how many people come into your website, how long they stay, what is the bounce rate, you need to know what the bounce rate is, like if they stay for shorter than 30 seconds, uh, where do they go to, what do they see, and also add top keywords in which were, which we're used to find your website because these keywords determine your community yep. and where do you usually rank in, and, in, your, uh, in the search result and which
1: brand can actually relate to
0: that keyword. Yeah, and which brand also relates to the keyword. So doing a little bit of that research and finding the whole connection helps brands, help. it kind of helps helps the brands do the research for, like you are doing the research for them. Yeah, you helping ease their you. job. Though. Yeah, is so their job. At least you get the upper age. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like you sound a lot more professional, you know, mm-hmm. at the very least. Correct. Next up,
1: testimonials. This is very, very important. Past job and partnerships. Possibly the most important in for brands to know who you've worked with and what you've achieved with them. So testimonials are like, okay, that testimonials are like the, the key tool between self praise
0: and other people praise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, yes. You know, there, there is no point you praising yourself um in your own little bubble and nobody <laughs> nobody else talks about you. You know, what's most important is. If someone else talks about you, yes. right? we live in a world where reviews are very important, especially reviews that have both good and mm-hmm. bad sides. Uh, it, shows, um, it shows that you are a hu- you are a business run by humans. You do have your own flaws, uh, but also the response are genuine. Yes. And uh, people trust it. More yes. Better. And people trust it more as well. And it's good to have uh, past jobs and partnerships as a portfolio, like what have you done? Who have you worked with? What kind of content did you create? Is it something that the brand wants? Mm. Sometimes it's not whether it's right or wrong, but it's that sometimes the brands do not want these kinds of content. Mm. They do not want the content to be portrayed this way. So that's why they don't choose you. Correct. But some brands would like the content to be portrayed this way. That's why they choose you. Correct. So having your identity put into it, into all your past jobs will help the brands understand you better. Mm-hmm and be able to find you yeah it's also it's a it's a it's a confidence to your credentials so. yes yes it is it so is. people at least
1: know that okay at least
0: it's it's something yeah trustworthy Yeah, yeah. it's okay if you don't have a lot of it just just a little bit would do and uh, the only difference is that if a brand comes to you and you don't have a, a huge past a huge line of pass and partnership you can always start with something simple you know you just give it to me you don't have to pay me anything we just do a do a simple collaboration with no cost involved. I will just do it for you and slowly build up your, repo. your 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 Apple. Yep. One important thing in the testimonial is also uh, your successes. Like for example, if you are selling something on behalf of the client with uh, with a promo code, mm-hmm. it is also important to state how what is your sales number like. Yeah, correct. So so people would so your your brands, the brands who want to work with you would know how how good you are with selling.
1: Yeah, correct. You, you simplify the entire big project so that they understand yeah.
0: how, how it works. Because at the end of the day, brands have only two purpose for getting you in. Number one is they want more people to engage. Number two is they want to make money. Profit, 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 Yeah. So to sum up this week's weekly tipsy, creating an influencer marketing kit. Uh, influencer marketing kits are very important. Because once you go serious as an influencer, you need to go out and pitch for jobs with bigger brands. right? So these are the things you need to include into your marketing kit. Number one is your identity, where your fonts, colors, images, and videos match with your overall identity. Number two is your bio. Uh, It's like an elevator pitch, right smack in front with your photo at the side, very important, very short and sweet, but that's what gets them to want to see more of of your media kit. Number three, your, show, your social stats. Put all the numbers out there. How many followers you have? What are your mentally active traffic? And what is your engagement rate? Number four is your niche. Uh, what community do you speak to? Who do you influence? And what are you good at? You can't be good at everything. So choose your niche. Tell your brand in the media kit what your niche is. Mm-hmm. Number five is your website, the stats on your website. So we talk about why website is important because social media platforms rise and fall, website will always be yours, it will always stay with you. And uh, the stats that you need to put in include, uh, what are the monthly visits, who are they, where are they from, how old are they, uh, and the top keywords that they use to to find your website as well. Mm -hmm. And number six is the testimonial, very important. Put out all the past portfolios and past jobs that you do with uh, all your most of your clients, if not all your clients, mm-hmm. so that they they the brands that you pitch for at least know that you have done something and how they look at how how they look like.
1: Yep, correct.
0: Right. So um this is um that's that's all for this week Tipsy VP podcast is a part of Social Media Weekly and it's available on Anchor FM, Google Podcast Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and more. Our full videos are available on YouTube and we post bits and clips on instagram and facebook this is tipsy vp episode 10th may 2019 my name is sean and i'm jk okay.